This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It is 58 degrees at 604. Forecast for today, some areas have gotten a little bit of rain, and forecasters say there is a 60% chance of some lingering showers before midday, gradually becoming mostly sunny today, and a high very pleasant into the lower 70s. Tioga County Sheriff's officials are investigating the death of a woman who lived near Owego. According to the Sheriff's Office, investigators are looking for information regarding the death of 62-year-old Lori Hawthorne, who lived at 184 Campbell Hill Road in the town of Tioga. The authorities have not provided details as to when and where the body was discovered, but they indicated their investigation is focusing between the dates of June 1st and June 19th. Anyone with information should contact the Tioga County Sheriff's Office Criminal Investigations Division at 607-687-1010 or the Sheriff's Office Facebook page or email via the website tiogasheriff.com. WMBF First News Time 605. A big cooperative effort by police, fire, and medical crews is credited for rescuing a man who fell into the Susquehanna River in Owego during what was supposed to be a morning of fishing yesterday. Authorities say at around quarter after seven, police were called to an area off Front Street at Church Street for a report of a man who had slipped on rocks on the river walk and fell into the water. On the way, officers were told the man was still in the river. Upon arriving at the scene, Owego police learned the 55-year-old man from Corning had gone to the river walk with a friend to fish. As the pair was walking to the water's edge, the Steuben County man lost his footing and fell headfirst down the boulders and into the river. Authorities say the man's head was under the water with his feet still on the shore as the friend stepped in and was able to get his companion's head above the water and call 911. Owego police medics from Owego and Appalachian EMS administered first aid and the Owego Fire Department was called to help get the victim in a rescue basket and up the steep riverbank to a waiting ambulance at Owaga Park. In just under an hour from when he slipped and fell into the river, the victim was on his way to a hospital for treatment. The victim's name and condition have not been released. WMBF First News Time 606. New York is joining with an NBA Hall of Famer to move its new cannabis industry toward the next steps. Social Equity Impact Ventures, led by Chris Weber, is being named to sponsor and manage the $200 million Social Equity Cannabis Investment Fund that will finance the leasing and equipment equipping of up to 150 conditional adult-use marijuana retail dispensaries in New York State. In addition to the selection of impact ventures to manage the investment portion of the new retail industry, an announcement yesterday in Albany named an appointment of new members to the New York Cannabis Advisory Board. The new Social Equity Cannabis Fund will help those with conditional adult-use retail dispensary licenses to meet the cost of establishing their shops, including the identification and leasing of suitable retail locations. The fund will also help with design, construction, and the equipping of the spaces. The fund is supported by up to $50 million in licensing fees, revenue from the adult-use cannabis industry, and up to $150 million to be raised by the fund manager from 
private sector. Under the New York New Cannabis Law, money raised through taxes on cannabis and from licensing fees is to be divided between the reinvestment fund, local school districts and municipalities that allow retail shops, and drug treatment programs. WMBF First News Time 608. Pennsylvania lawmakers are advancing legislation that would no longer classify as illegal drug paraphernalia those test strips that help users identify fentanyl and other potentially dangerous chemicals, possibly in illicit drugs. A bill passed by the Senate House unanimously this week would amend the state's Controlled Substance Drug Device and Cosmetic Act. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention warns that fentanyl, a synthetic opioid that is far stronger than heroin, gets added to other drugs to make them cheaper, stronger, and more dangerous. Supporters say the change in the law will help drug users avoid overdoses by testing for fentanyl without the risk of being prosecuted for possession of drug paraphernalia. It's 6.09 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF, WMBF.com and 92.1 FM. From the Galt Auto Studios, this is WNBF News Radio AM 1290, also available at 92.1 FM. We sell the ultimate driving machine at Galt BMW. Don't miss traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF 610 on your Thursday morning and there are no travel problems reported right now to WNBF that's uh, good news as we get things started around the southern tier of New York and northeastern Pennsylvania if anything develops we'll let you know and you can always help out if you see something that we're not yet reporting, please call us on the WNBF traffic tip line 607-772-1290. Traffic and weather together four times an hour, about every 15 minutes here on First News Binghamton. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service, we're not expecting any major weather issues today. Starting off with uh, cloudy skies, still a chance of a few showers in parts of the area, especially east of Binghamton, gradually becoming mostly sunny today, cooler, high 71. Mostly cloudy tonight, low 58, sunny tomorrow, high 82, and sunny Saturday, high 88. Also warm on Sunday with mostly sunny skies, chance of showers Sunday afternoon, high 89. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 57 at News Radio, WNBF, 1290 AM, 92.1 FM. Remember, you can always stay connected with us using the free WNBF app. We are here for you, whether you're in Binghamton or Birmingham or Biloxi or Bakersfield, as well as places that begin with other letters. With the WNBF app, you can always hear us, even when you're on the road, so you know what's going on in your neighborhood and in your community and around the world. Coming up today on First News Binghamton, we'll have all sorts of information for you in a few minutes. We'll have some sports, let you know how the Rumble Ponies, the Mets, the Yankees did. Update on the NHL and more also in a few minutes at about 620. Some money news and at 623, Dr. Sanjay Gupta 
He says more kids seem to have an interest in at least trying to be vegetarians. We'll have that and more as we continue on your Thursday morning on News Radio, WNBF News Time, 612. Now, Bob Joseph with Sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. And at 6.15, let's talk baseball, shall we? Rumble Ponies drop game two of a six-game set, 9-3, against the Reading Fightin' Phils at Morabito Stadium. The Fightins open the scoring for the second consecutive night with an RBA ground out from Logan O'Hop and two-run shot. By Jalen Ortiz off Pony starter Jose Chasen, which put Redding ahead three to nothing in the first. It was the twelfth homer for Ortiz the season and his second of the series. Binghamton clawed back in the fourth by plating three runs, courtesy of a two-run double to left field from Jeremy Vasquez, scoring Brett Beatty and Brandon McIlwain, and an RBI double from Zach Ashford, scoring McIlwain, making it a four to three game. Redding tacked on two in the seventh and three in the eighth, which gave them a 9-3 to lead. And that was the final. Redding defeating Binghamton 4-3. to Teams face each other again tonight. If you can't make it to the stadium, you can hear the coverage on WNBF 1290 AM and 92.1 FM with Jacob Wilkins. In Houston, Jordan Alvarez hit a two-run homer, and Kyle Tucker had three RBIs to give the Astros an 8-2 win over the Mets. In an interleague matchup between two of the top teams in the majors, the Astros trail only the Yankees in the American League, and the Mets top the National League standings. So again, the final last night, 8-2 loss for the Mets. Meanwhile... In Florida, Aaron Judge hit his major league leading 26th and 27th home runs. Jose Trevino delivered a two-run shot that put New York ahead in the eighth inning. The Yankees beat the Rays 5-4. And Red Sox had a victory over Detroit 6-2-2. NHL playoff action in overtime. It was Colorado over Tampa Bay 3-2. WNBA. The Liberty defeated Connecticut 81-77. to It's the latest in sports from News Radio, WNBF News Time 617. It's Thursday morning. We've got the news for you on WNBF. And later this morning, we have the talk for you. If you like to talk, if you like to learn things, you'll enjoy Binghamton Now from 8 to 10 this morning right here on News Radio, WNBF News Time 618. Six twenty on a Thursday morning. Money news on First News Binghamton. European stocks have opened lower while Asian markets gained after the Federal Reserve Chairman said a recession is possible as the U.S. Central Bank raises interest rates to cool surging inflation. London and Frankfurt declined. Shanghai, Tokyo, and Hong Kong closed higher. Dow futures right now are up 45, while NASDAQ futures are up 81. 
After two years of pandemic restrictions, travel demand is back with a vengeance, but airlines and airports that slashed jobs during the depth of the COVID crisis are struggling to keep up. With the busy tourism season underway in Europe, passengers are encountering chaotic scenes at airports, including some lengthy delays, canceled flights, and headaches over lost luggage. Head of Europe's biggest airline warned that turmoil is going to last all summer. Data from an aviation consulting company said nearly 2,000 flights from big continental European airports were canceled during one week this month. That's the latest money news for you on News Radio WNBF News Time 622. Coming up, Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Parents, it's. It's time for The Doctor, sponsored by UHS. Better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. The numbers aren't huge, but more and more children are interested in becoming vegetarians. As a parent myself, I want you to know where the science stands on this at this time. The latest study out of Canada found that children eating a vegetarian diet and children who ate meat were actually similar in terms of growth, height, and nutritional measures, but vegetarian children did have higher odds of being underweight. Being underweight can be a sign of malnutrition and can indicate that someone's diet isn't sufficient to support their growth. But here's the thing. You can get all the nutrition you need from a vegetarian diet. You just have to be eating the right foods. The U.S. Dietary Guidelines for Americans say to ensure regular consumption of egg, dairy, and soy products, as well as nuts, seeds, vegetables, fruits, beans, and lentils. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. If you're in healthcare, you know the power of data. At NRC Health, we know data isn't enough. Going beyond data to genuinely connect with each person is what really matters. That's the power of human understanding. At NRC Health, harnessing that power is everything. Helping you improve care for everyone. It's the secret ingredient for the smartest healthcare systems. Go deeper at nrchealth.com. How long does it take to tackle a home project? With Angie, you could cross it off your list before this ad is over. Just tell us what you need. Indoor, outdoor, repair, or redesign. And we handle the rest. Sending a top pro to get it done. You don't have to lift a finger, except to tap the screen or click the mouse. Plus, Angie is free to use. So bring us your next home project, and we'll bring it home. Download the app or go to Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com to get started. A Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Every weekday morning here on WNBF, sponsored by UHS. WNBF News Time 625. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And at the moment, we are pleased to report. No active incidents on area roadways 17, 81, 86, 88. And even some of your favorites, 201, 363, 434, 962J. They're all in pretty good shape based on the information we have at the moment. We'll continue to keep you posted with the information you need to stay out of a jam today on News Radio WNBF. 
Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Cloudy this morning. Showers likely for a few more hours, especially east of Binghamton. Gradually becoming mostly sunny. High 71. Mostly cloudy tonight. Low 58. Sunny tomorrow. High 82. Sunny Saturday. High 88. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 57. At News Radio, WNBF News Time, 626. Coming up, entertainment news with Jason Nathanson. You deserve. Entertainment News. It's an amazing and inspiring story of one family's journey to the NBA. If we're good, we can help mom and dad. Rise chronicles the struggles of the Intento Kumpo family, which now has three brothers in the NBA. Real life brothers and first time actors Uche and Raul Agata play Giannis and Thanasis and Tinto Kumpo. Who's the better basketball player between the two of you? It used to be me. Right? Uh, I remember back in the day he used to always kill me. Now I'm taking his ankles and dunking on him all day. Taking my ankles and dunking on him. Nah, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. But yeah, uh, we're both uh, both pretty good. Rise premieres Friday on Disney Plus. Out today, the delinquent duo Beavis and Butthead are back in Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe. They are sucks. They return as a time traveling twosome in their first film since 1996, and the animated series is due to return later this year. It's all on Paramount Plus. And Oscar winner Frances McDormand with a birthday today. She's 65. What's remembered lives. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. And happy birthday today, if you're celebrating WNBF News Time 629. Please listen. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 58 degrees at 630. The forecast for today, 60% chance of some showers in the area before midday, gradually becoming mostly sunny and a high today into the lower 70s. The U.S. Senate bargainers have reached agreement on a bipartisan gun violence bill that potentially tees up congressional passage this week in an incremental but notable package that would stand as Congress's response to mass shootings in Texas and New York that have shook the nation. Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer of New York has predicted Senate approval later on this week and passage by the Democrat-led House could follow quickly. It would make background checks tougher for the youngest gun buyers and bolster spending for school safety and mental health programs and bar gun ownership by romantic partners convicted of domestic abuse. The U.S. Supreme Court will issue a number of opinions today and tomorrow as Americans await decisions on two highly debated cases. There are two major decisions that could come on abortion and guns. In the case of Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health, just Justices will decide whether Roe v. Wade and the viability line on abortion restrictions should be rolled back or overturned. This could change 50 years of precedent of abortions being constitutionally protected, depending on how they rule. Justices are also examining whether there is a fundamental right to carry a gun in public for self-defense. In the case of New York State Rifle and Pistol v. Bruin, Lionel Moyes, ABC News. WMBF First News Time 632. Tioga County Sheriff's officials are looking for information concerning the death of a woman in the town of Tioga earlier this month. Authorities say 62-year-old Lori Hawthorne died at a home on Campbell Hill Road sometime between June 1st and June 19th. 
A news release from the sheriff's office provided little information, including where and how the woman's remains were found. There also had been nothing specified as to why authorities are asking for the public's help in piecing together the information and whether foul play is suspected. Investigators have not given a cause for the woman's death. Anyone with information is asked to contact Tioga County Sheriff's Office Criminal Investigation Division at 607-687-1010. Owego police report several agencies combined efforts to rescue a Corning man from the Susquehanna River after a morning fishing expedition went awry. The authorities were called to the river walk at around quarter after seven yesterday morning by a friend of the victim after the 55-year-old slipped on the boulders on the way down to the water and fell head first on the rocks and into the river. It took rescuers a little under an hour to get the man into an ambulance and off to the hospital. The man's name and condition have not been released. Organizers Organizations involved in the rescue effort included the Owego Police, Tioga County Emergency Dispatchers, Owego and Appalachian Emergency Medical Services, and the Owego Fire Department. Another person is heading to state prison following an investigation into a January 2021 shooting incident at a Binghamton business. Prosecutors say 22-year-old Lawrence Martin of Endicott has been sentenced in Broome County Court to six years in prison. Martin had pleaded guilty to criminal possession of a weapon. According to the Broome County District Attorney's Office, Martin illegally possessed a loaded 9mm handgun and intended to use it against someone during a dispute at a barber shop on Robinson Street. Prosecutors say the handgun was discharged, but no injuries were reported. Another adult and two juveniles were also charged in connection with the dispute that apparently started inside the business. 31-year-old Ray Sean Torres of Binghamton previously had pleaded guilty to a weapon possession count for his involvement and was sentenced to three and a half years. One of the teenagers accused in the incident, a 14-year-old Binghamton boy, was charged with attempted murder in connection with the shooting of two people at the Columbus Park basketball courts. And authorities have not provided any more information about the status of the teenager's case. Speed is being looked at as a factor in a crash in Susquehanna County last weekend that sent a driver from the Philadelphia area to the hospital with serious injuries. Pennsylvania State Police say 21-year-old Josiah Noakes of Phoenixville, Pennsylvania, was driving on Fairhill Road in Harford Township at around quarter after 11 Sunday morning when he left the road while illegally passing another vehicle and crashed into an embankment and a pole. The troopers say Noakes was taken by helicopter to Community Medical Center in Scranton with what were described to be suspected serious injuries. His condition was not available. The investigation is continuing, but a news release indicates Noakes will be charged with driving while his Ford driving his Ford Focus at an unsafe speed. Quick traffic note for you today in Johnson City. They are doing a water main repair on Lester Avenue. That is going to be closed between about the entrance to the Walmart and CFJ Boulevard. So that is going to be continuing from about 7 this morning until 5 tonight. It's 635 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com, and 92.1 FM. Good morning, 638 at WNBF, WNBF.com. Bob Joseph with you on First News Binghamton. It's Thursday, June 23rd. We're well into summer now. (laughs) 
second full day of summer. Oh, time flies when we're having fun. Before you know it, it'll be autumn and then winter and then 45, 48, 50 inches of snow. Hey, that's the way it goes around here. If anybody said they uh, had managed to fix the weather machine, I believe they were mistaken. I think the weather machine still, dare I say, is um, <clears throat> on the fritz. It's not working right. We want it fixed. I think it can't be fixed. Anyway, uh, we should have a fairly nice day today and uh, some decent weather ahead. We'll get warmer for the weekend. We'll have a full forecast coming up. Remember, today we will have all the news of the Twin Tiers. I can't tell you what we'll be reporting. I can't see into the future, but I can tell you we will report the things that happen in the day ahead right here. On News Radio, WNBF, 1290 AM, 92.1 FM, and of course, online at WNBF.com. 639, First News, Binghamton. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio, 1290 WNBF. 640, and we are pleased that. There are no serious wrecks or serious delays, no big problems so far. It's one of the good things if you're an early riser, if you have to get to work early or take care of some business early, say before 7, you're usually not going to encounter many problems on most days. And today is a fairly typical day with a quiet start. Hopefully things will stay that way. Of course, later today, be sure to avoid... 434, the Parkway eastbound between Binghamton University and downtown if you're trying to get someplace in a hurry. Obviously, don't avoid it. There's some place you need to go on that stretch. But if you're trying to get, say, from the university area to downtown Binghamton, taking 434 eastbound could be aggravating because of delays related to the Greenway construction project. So... Just a word to the wise, really no impact on westbound traffic. In fact, westbound, you almost have this happy feeling as you zip, zip westbound on 434 and see everybody just mired, mired in a backup on the other, in the other direction. I know, it's not nice, just human to think, gee, I'm glad, glad I'm not in their shoes. Anyway, Try to avoid that while the work is underway today, 434 eastbound, the area of the Greenway Project. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. We're starting out cloudy today. Some showers still possible this morning. Gradually becoming mostly sunny, high 71 tonight, cloudy, low 58. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, high 82. And Saturday, sunny, high 88. Right now, it's 57 in downtown Binghamton. At News Radio, WNBF News Time, 642. What's all the buzz? Now, Bob Joseph with Sports on News Radio 1290, WNBF. 645, and let's speak of sports on this Thursday morning. First off, you know, believe it or not, last night at Morabito Stadium, there was a smaller crowd than the preceding night. Yeah, it's true. For some reason, fewer people showed up for the Rumble Ponies game. Um, Fortunately, turns out the 
Uh, end result was essentially the same as Tuesday night. Rumble Ponies lost last night to the Fightin' Phils from Reading. Final was 9-3, to so it wasn't as close as Tuesday night. Um, Fightin's opened the scoring for the second consecutive night with an RBI ground out from Logan O'Hop and a two-run shot by Jalen Ortiz off Pony starter Jose Chasen. And that put Reading ahead 3 to nothing in the first, so that's how things got underway. And then, uh, ultimately, um, the only scoring for Binghamton was in the bottom of the fourth. Rumble Ponies did score three runs in the bottom of the fourth, but that was it. So, um, in the end, it was nine runs, 15 hits, one error for Redding, three runs, seven hits, and three errors for the Rumble Ponies. The teams will face each other again and they will be heard live on News Radio WNBF with Jacob Wilkins starting at 620. If you can't make it to the stadium, you'll hear all the action right here, 1290 AM, 92.1 FM. Meanwhile, in Houston, 2 1. Driven to right field. Way back and gone. Second decker for Jordan. Start the train. It's five to one. And there you go. That was the call on KBME with Jordan Alvarez hitting a solo home run to right. The Astros taking that five to one lead on the Mets in the third inning. Ultimately, Houston beat New York eight to two. And what about the Yankees? Well, the Yankees appear to be. Almost unstoppable. Still, Aaron Judge hit his uh, major league leading 26th and 27th home runs. Jose Trevino delivered a two-run shot that put New York ahead in the eighth inning. Yankees beat the Rays in St. Petersburg 5-4. to four. The win was the 18th in 21 games for the Yankees, who maintained a 12-game lead in the American League East. Tampa Bay lost for the eighth time in 11 games and dropped two of three to the rival Yankees. Hockey action continuing. That's right, nothing better than hockey in late June as the NHL playoffs continue. Colorado defeated Tampa Bay in overtime 3-2. to WNBA, the Liberty over Connecticut 81-77. to It's the latest in sports from News Radio, WNBF News Time 648. Good morning. It's Thursday, and this is First News Binghamton, 651. Jim Ryan now with Money News. A back-and-forth trading session ended with minor losses for the big three stock averages Wednesday. The Dow Jones, the Standard & Poor's 500, and the Nasdaq Composite each gave up about 0.15% yesterday. The warning from Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell... Efforts to slow inflation by hiking interest rates could cause an economic downturn. Powell returns to Capitol Hill today to continue his testimony. A shortage of pilots to staff its regional carriers has American Airlines dropping service to four cities. Toledo, Ohio, Islip and Ithaca, New York, and Dubuque, Iowa. For Dubuque, it means losing commercial air service altogether. The next generation of cruise ships will leave a very small environmental footprint. The world's largest hybrid-powered vessel running on liquefied natural gas, battery power, or both 
will carry passengers between the U.K. and France beginning in 2024. Jim Ryan, ABC News. Thank you. And taking a look now at the Wall, F- uh, Wall Street futures, Dow futures up 155, NASDAQ futures up 127. So should be a positive start to trading when it begins at 930 this morning on Wall Street. WNBF News Time 653. Now, Kim Commando with her Thursday tech update. The world's largest porno website is called Pornhub. More people view it than Netflix or Amazon. But behind the big traffic numbers are even bigger legal problems. And like a sinking ship, the rats are bailing. I'm Kim Commando, brought to you by T-Mobile. Their advanced network now goes farther than ever before. Visit T-Mobile.com slash 55 today. Pornhub and other large porno websites are owned by a low-profile company called MindGeek. After years of relatively obscurity, several news organizations, including the Wall Street Journal and the New Yorker, are investigating MindGeek for displaying videos of women in non-consensual and underage sex acts. Pornhub immediately denied everything as MindGeek CEO and COO jumped ship and disappeared. So the next time someone tells you that watching online porn is victimless, remember the underage, read teenagers, and unsuspecting women, the victims that aren't supposed to exist. I post breaking tech news 24-7 at my website. That's commando.com. Profiling, surveillance, data harvesting. There are lots of things not to like about tech giants. But what can you actually do about it? Well, you might not have $44 billion to go buying up Twitter. But for less than $7 per month, you can fight back against big tech by using ExpressVPN. How do you think companies like Twitter make all their money anyway? Well, by tracking your searches, video history, and everything you click on, and then selling it. ExpressVPN helps you anonymize much of your online presence by hiding your IP address, a unique identifier that every device has. That allows big tech to match your activity back to you. That's why I use ExpressVPN on all my devices. Just one tap on your phone or computer to turn on the ExpressVPN app. That's all it takes to protect your online privacy. Visit expressvpn.com slash Kim right now and get three months free. That's expressvpn.com slash Kim, expressvpn.com slash Kim. Kim Commando with her tech update every weekday morning right here on News Radio WNBF News Time 655. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. No reports of any issues on local roadways. Of course, there could be issues at any time. If something crops up, we'll let you know. And by the way, if you do spot an issue, a serious crash, maybe you see it happen or maybe you come upon it just moments after it occurred, uh, feel free to let us know on the WNBF traffic tip line, 607-772-1290. We're here live and local bringing you the information you need. So call us. Here, I'll pass on the information if necessary. In our next traffic and weather together update in less than 15 minutes. Now the forecast, today will be a much nicer day. We still have some clouds and there are still a few showers in the area and that will continue for um, maybe two or three more hours. Then gradually becoming mostly sunny. 
cooler, high 71. Mostly cloudy tonight, low 58. Sunny tomorrow, high 82. And your forecast for your WNBF weekend, Saturday sunny, high 88. Sunday sunny, high 89. Right now in downtown Binghamton, a rather pleasant 57 at News Radio, where news breaks first, 1290 AM, 92.1 FM, WNBF News Time, 657. This is News Radio, 1290 AM, WNBF Binghamton, now on 92.1 FM, W221 EJ Binghamton, a town square media station. I'm Bob Joseph. It's Thursday morning, June 23rd, and we're here for you live and local on First News Binghamton. Coming up, ABC covers the nation and the world. Then Kathy White with your live local report from the WNBF News Center. And then more of First News Binghamton, the information you need to get your day started. So stick around. Remember, our talk show will be coming up from 8 to 10. WNBF News Time. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Oh, four. Still a possibility of some shower activity through about midday, according to the National Weather Service. Right now, 58 degrees in Binghamton, a high today, pleasant into the lower 70s. Tioga County Sheriff's officials are investigating the death of a woman who lived near Owego. According to the Sheriff's Office, investigators are looking for information regarding the death of the 62-year-old Lori Hawthorne, who lived at 184 Campbell Hill Road in the town of Tioga. The officials have not provided details as to when and where the body was discovered, but they indicate their investigation is focusing between the dates of June 1st and June 19th, which would have been last Sunday. Anyone with information should contact Tioga County Sheriff's Office Criminal Investigations Division at 607-687-1010 through the Sheriff's Office Facebook page or by email via the website tiogasheriff.com. A big cooperative effort by police, fire, and medical crews is credited for rescuing a man who fell into the Susquehanna River in Owego during what was supposed to be a morning of fishing yesterday. The authorities say at around quarter after seven, police were called to an area off Front Street at Church Street, the Riverwalk, for a report of a man who had slipped on rocks and fell into the water. On the way, officers were told the man was still in the river. Upon arriving on the scene, Owego police learned the 55-year-old man from Corning had gone to the river walk with a friend to fish. As the pair was walking to the water's edge, the Steuben County man lost his footing and fell head first down the boulders and into the river. Authorities say the man's head was under the water with his feet still on the shore as the friend stepped in and was able to get his companion's head above water and call 911. Owego police, medics from Owego and Appalachian EMS administered first aid and the Owego Fire Department was called in to help get the victim into a rescue basket and up the steep riverbank to a waiting ambulance at Owaga Park. In just under an hour from when he slipped and fell into the river, the victim was on his way to a local hospital for treatment. The victim's name and condition have not been released. New York is joining with an NBA Hall of Famer to move to its new cannabis industry toward its next steps. 
Social Equity Impact Ventures, led by Chris Weber, is being named to sponsor and manage the $200 million Social Equity Cannabis Investment Fund that will finance the leasing and equipping of up to 150 conditional adult-use marijuana retail dispensaries in New York. In addition to the selection of Impact Ventures to manage the investment portion of the new retail industry, an announcement in Albany named appointment of some new members to the New York Cannabis Advisory Board. The new Social Equity Cannabis Investment Fund will help those with conditional adult-use retail dispensary licenses to meet the costs of establishing their shops, including the identification and leasing of suitable retail locations. The fund will also help with design, construction, and the equipping of the spaces. The fund is supported by up to $50 million in licensing fees, revenue from the adult-use cannabis industry, and up to $150 million to be raised by the fund manager from the private sector. WMBF First News Time, 7.07. A recent audit by the New York State Controller's Office is finding a couple local school districts falling behind in mental health training for staff. The report this month by Thomas DiNapoli's office shows Waverly and Unadilla Valley had completed zero of the 12 components of mental health training recommended for staff. The audit, Mental Health Training of the New York SAVE Act, sampled 20 school districts and found most did not provide mental health training to all staff for the 2020-21 school year by the September 15th deadline. The controller says school personnel are also in the first to notice if a student is having mental health challenges and they need effective training to help them understand the signs and symptoms early on. A little traffic note for you and some other conveniences in the village of Johnson City. The village water department officials say water main repairs are closing a portion of Lester Avenue today. The street is closed from Pavilion Drive to CFJ Boulevard at the entrance to the Visions Federal Credit Union and the Walmart. That starts right about now and will continue until 5 this afternoon. Meanwhile, While the construction continues on Wren Street in the village, residents in that North Hills neighborhood that have Friday garbage pickup should make sure they have their trash and recycling out to the curb no later than 6 in the morning to make sure it can be picked up before construction resumes in the morning. Residents, particularly between Zoa Avenue and J Street, including those on Wren Street, should pay attention to getting their trash out on time as the village public works crews will not come back to pick up the refuse that was not put out that was put out after 6 a.m. The Public Works Department says actually all residents in the village should make sure they have their trash and recyclables out by 6 on their collection day. It's 7.09 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF, WMBF.com and 92.1 FM. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 710. And everything seems fine across the region right now. We have no travel problems to report. And uh, that's really a good thing. I know I haven't mentioned it lately, but it's still true. Shenango Street on Binghamton's north side remains closed between Frederick and Bevere because DOT is still working to fix that sinking I-81 bridge. 
when or if the project is completed at some point, we'll certainly let you know. We're monitoring that closely. In the meantime, Shenango Street closed to through traffic in that section of Binghamton's north side. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service. Still a few showers possible this morning. Otherwise, it'll become a nice day. Should be sunny this afternoon. High 71. Mostly cloudy tonight with... Maybe a little patchy fog developing overnight, low 58, mostly sunny tomorrow, high 82. Saturday, sunny, high 88. And Sunday, pretty much the same, mostly sunny with a high of 89. Right now, it's 57 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio WNBF. Bob Joseph, Kathy White, and James Kelly with you on First News Binghamton. Coming up, we'll have sports and then some money news. And I think if we have an opportunity, we'll hear from Richard Cantu with Focus on the White House to see what President Biden is up to. All that and more coming up on your weekday morning information source, First News Binghamton, WNBF News Time, 712. Ready for an 0-1. Here it comes. And that's hit pretty well and pretty deep to right center field. It sends back Marte. Still going back, and it's off the wall in front of the Astros bullpen. Altuve racing around third. He'll score. Brantley in the second with an RBI double to make it one to nothing Astros. That was the sounds of the first runs of the game scored against the Mets last night. They lost 5-3. to three. A Michael Brantley double got the scoring started for the Houston Astros, followed by an Alex Bregman home run and a Jordan Alvarez home run in the first inning to give the Astros a quick 4 nothing lead. The Mets ended up losing 5-3 to three and got RBIs from Pete Alonso, Starling Marte, and Brandon Nimmo. Carlos Carrasco gave up five runs in just two and a third innings of work. The Yankees beat the Rays 5-4. to four. Aaron Judge hit two home runs, and Jose Trevino hit the go-ahead home run in the eighth inning. Jordan Montgomery, through six innings, gave up four runs, which ballooned his ERA to a whopping 297. The Rumble Ponies lost to Redding 9-3. to Really nothing positive for the Rumble Ponies yesterday. Jose Chassin gave up four runs in just one and two-thirds innings. In the NFL, Roger Goodell testified before members of Congress that he does not have the authority to remove Washington Commander's owner Dan Snyder in an investigation into the organization's workplace culture and accusations from women employees of sexual harassment by team executives. The committee is likely to, test, uh, to subpoena Snyder to testify. And in in tennis, Serena Williams withdrew from the Eastbourne tournament as part of her comeback tour after her doubles partners withdrew with a knee injury. That Dan Snyder, what a what an owner is what I would say. Not great. Uh, well, it requires two thirds of a vote to yeah. get him out by the owners, and doesn't seem like that's going to happen. Yeah. I, well, my guess is the other NFL owners don't want to set a precedent because. It's possible some of them also behave badly at times. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, the president was set by the NBA with Donald Sterling a few years ago. He was removed uh, from the NBA because of his actions behind the scenes as part of the Los Angeles Clippers. Yeah. How terrible. How terrible. I, I don't understand why owners of professional sports teams can't behave like you and I. No. It's not that difficult. No, in my opinion. All right, thank you. James Kelly with sports. 
And by the way, if I can get Dan Snyder on the line today on Binghamton Now, I certainly will ask him a few questions. I would be happy to. WNBF News Time, 718, coming up next, Money News. Seven twenty, money news for you on this Thursday morning. European stocks have opened lower while Asian markets gained after the Federal Reserve Chairman said a recession is possible as the U.S. Central Bank raises interest rates to cool surging inflation. London and Frankfurt declined. Shanghai, Tokyo, and Hong Kong closed higher. Oil prices fell more than $2 a barrel to near $100. Wall Street futures right now up. Dow futures up 150. NASDAQ futures up 115. President Biden is calling on Congress to suspend federal gasoline and diesel taxes for three months. An election year move that's meant to ease financial pressures, but it's not clear The president has the votes to suspend the taxes. Many lawmakers in his own party have expressed reservations. Biden said he knows the move wouldn't reduce all the pain, but it will be a big help. If the gas tax savings were fully passed along to consumers, people would save about 3.6% at the pump. Biden also wants states to suspend their own gas taxes or provide similar relief. Three consecutive summits over the next week will test Western resolve to support Ukraine and the extent of international unity as rising geopolitical tensions and economic pain cast an increasingly long shadow. European Union leaders will meet in Brussels today and tomorrow to consider officially making Ukraine a candidate for membership. The group of seven leading economic powers will hold their annual summit in Germany from Sunday to Tuesday. And right after that, NATO leaders will gather in Madrid with a standoff over the membership hopes of Finland and Sweden, looming large. That's the latest money news, WNBF News Time, 722. Seven twenty-four. Let's focus on the White House with Richard Cantu. It's not likely Congress will actually enact President Biden's federal gas tax holiday. Democrats doubt gas stations would pass along the savings. Republicans call it a stunt. All those Republicans in Congress criticizing me today for high gas prices in America. Are you now saying we were wrong to support Ukraine? Are you saying we were wrong to stand up to Putin? Are you saying? that we would rather have lower gas prices in America and Putin's iron fist in Europe. Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm will huddle with execs from big oil today. The price of crude oil has been coming down recently. Normally, uh, when you see that kind of a drop, $10 per barrel, the rule of thumb is that you see a 25-cent drop in the price at the pump. So we're going to be asking why that hasn't happened yet and when that will happen. The oil companies recently sent a letter to the president blaming administration policy for record high gas prices. Richard Cantu, ABC News. Next hour on Binghamton Now, we'll focus on the question, a federal gas tax holiday, a good idea or not? 
That will be one of the issues we explore on our talk show today, starting after the 8 o'clock news, WNBF News Time, 725. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And a decent commute for people who are up early on this Thursday morning. We have no reports of any major problems right now, no crashes or unexpected backups. Forecast from the National Weather Service, few showers still possible this morning with cloudy skies gradually becoming mostly sunny today, high 71. Mainly cloudy tonight, low 58, mostly sunny tomorrow, high 82, sunny Saturday, high 88. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 57 at News Radio, WNBF, 1290 AM, 92.1 FM. And remember, you're always connected with WNBF using our free app. Make sure it's on your phone and on the devices that are carried by every member of your family. So they'll always know what's going on in the Binghamton area with WNBF. The WNBF News Time 726. We'll have some entertainment news coming up in a moment with ABC's Jason Nathanson. Entertainment News. It's an amazing and inspiring story of one family's journey to the NBA. If we're good, we can help mom and dad. Rise chronicles the struggles of the Intento Kumpo family, which now has three brothers in the NBA. Real life brothers and first time actors Uche and Raul Agata play Giannis and Thanasis Intento Kumpo. Who's the better basketball player between the two of you? It used to be me. Right? Uh, I remember back in the day, he used to always kill me. Now I'm taking his ankles and dunking on him all day. Taking my ankles and dunking on him. Nah, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. But yeah, uh, we're both uh, both pretty good. Rise premieres Friday on Disney Plus. Out today, the delinquent duo Beavis and Butthead are back in Beavis and Butthead Do the Universe. They are fucked. They return as a time traveling twosome in their first film since 1996, and the animated series is due to return later this year. It's all on Paramount Plus. And Oscar winner Francis McDormand with a birthday today. Well, if you're celebrating your birthday today, happy birthday! It's really great that. Beavis and his sidekick are apparently making a comeback. Shows that we haven't made as much progress as we were hoping for as a society. WNBF News Time 729. Even though people. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 58 degrees at 730. The forecast for today eventually we'll get some clearing conditions this afternoon and very pleasant temperatures. National Weather Service is predicting highs today going to be into the low 70s. Could have some clouds moving back in for this evening with some fog setting up for the morning or into the morning hours and the low tonight's into the 50s. A senior aid worker in Kabul says those whose homes were destroyed in Afghanistan in an earthquake in the eastern part of the country will need basic humanitarian aid for months to come. The quake the deadliest in the country in two decades. More misery as millions already face increasing hunger and poverty since the Taliban 
Pakistan reclaim power amid the chaotic U.S. withdrawal. Mohammad Golam Sorwar from the group Islamic Relief. They need food support, they need shelter support, they need uh, clean drinking water support, and definitely they need also longer-term uh, support for uh, recovery. He says his team members on the ground will start distributing food aid first over the first few days, but it's unclear how long they can continue to provide daily rations after that. Tom Rivers, ABC News, at the Foreign Desk. A lot of attention in Washington over the past couple days with debate over gun control. U.S. Senate bargainers have reached an agreement on a bipartisan bill that uh, potentially tees up congressional passage this week. It is incremental and not so much a notable package that would stand with other with provisions such as uh, restrictions on assault rifles. However, it is the first time being marked as a bipartisan agreement on some sort of gun control. Senate Majority Leader Charles Schumer of New York is predicting Senate approval later on this week. WNBF First News Time, 732. Tioga County Sheriff's officials are looking for information concerning the death of a woman in the town of Tioga earlier this month. Authorities say 62-year-old Lori Hawthorne died at a home on Campbell Hill Road sometime between June 1st and June 19th. A news release from the Sheriff's Office provides little information, including where and how the woman's remains were found. Also has been nothing specified as to why authorities are asking for the public's health in piecing together the information and whether foul play is suspected. Investigators have not given a cause for the woman's death. Anyone with information is asked to contact the Tioga County Sheriff's Office Criminal Investigation Division at 607-687-1010. Owego Police report several agencies combined their efforts to rescue a corning man from the Susquehanna River after a morning fishing expedition went wrong. The authorities were called to the riverbank at around quarter after seven yesterday morning by a friend of the victim after the 55-year-old slipped on boulders on his way down to the water and fell head first on the rocks and into the river. It took rescuers a little under an hour to get the man into an ambulance and off to the hospital. The man's name and condition have not been released. Organizations involved in that rescue air effort included the Owego Police, Tioga County Emergency Dispatchers, Owego and Appalachian Emergency Medical Services, and and the Owego Fire Department. Another person is headed to state prison following an investigation into a January 2021 shooting incident at a Binghamton barber shop. Prosecutors say 22-year-old Lawrence Martin of Endicott has been sentenced to six years in prison. Martin had pleaded guilty to criminal possession of a weapon. According to the Broome County District Attorney's Office, Martin illegally possessed a loaded 9mm handgun and intended to use it against someone during a dispute at that barbershop on Robinson Street. Prosecutors say the handgun discharged, but no one was hurt. Another adult and two juveniles were also charged in connection with the dispute that apparently started inside the business. 31-year-old Ray Sean Torres of Binghamton previously had pleaded guilty to weapon possession for his involvement and was sentenced to three and a half years in prison. The situation, as far as the teens are concerned, have not been released. Speed is being looked at as a factor in a crash in Susquehanna County last weekend that sent a driver from the Philadelphia area to the hospital with serious injuries. Pennsylvania State Police say 21-year-old Josiah Nokes of Phoenixville, Pennsylvania, was driving on Fair Hill Road in Hartford Township and around quarter after 11 Sunday morning when he left the road while illegally passing another vehicle and crashed into an embankment and a utility pole. Troopers say Nokes was flown to 
to the community medical center in Scranton with what were suspected to be serious injuries. His condition was not available. The investigation is continuing, but news release indicates no case will be charged with speeding. Pennsylvania State Police say a Wailusing woman reports she got a call from someone claiming to be a sheriff's official wanting some payments. The woman sent the fake cop $2,500 in prepaid gift cards last week. State police say the 69-year-old reported the incident on June 15th. Again, police advised the public, law enforcement agencies, the IRS and courts do not demand payment over the phone and never ask for prepaid gift cards. It's 735, where news breaks first, News Radio 1290, WMBF, WMBF.com and 92.1 FM. at WNBF. Coming up on today's talk program, the Binghamton Now program, something new regarding uh, a shop that had provided assistance to a lot of people who needed help for many, many years. You may have recalled our story a couple years ago where uh, this shop that had been located on Main Street on Binghamton's west side for a long time was forced to close. They were basically kicked out of their spot at 100 Main Street. Well, they've been looking for a new spot to open up so they can sell clothing and some other things to people in need. And finally, they have found the perfect space. They have opened up at a new site on the west side of Binghamton. So we'll have the details about that shop that has been part of the community for a long time. Then they had to uh, find a new space. They have found their new space. We'll have details about that coming up on Binghamton Now. Also coming up, one of our guests will be Johnson City Mayor Martin Maney. Talk about what's going on in the village of Johnson City. And, of course, we'll take your phone calls on Binghamton now as well. What do you think about this federal gas holiday being proposed by President Biden? Should it be approved or should it be rejected? We'll talk about that and more. Coming up, starting after the 8 o'clock news, WNBF News Time, 739. One of the top... Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 740, and at the moment we have no problems on area highways to report. Everything in Broome and Tioga counties, as well as the surrounding counties, apparently is in pretty good shape. If you do spot an issue, a crash, or a backup, feel free to contact us on the WNBF traffic tip line. Here's the forecast from the National Weather Service. High atop Mount Ettrick. Cloudy this morning. Showers likely for a few more hours, especially east of Binghamton. Then gradually mostly sunny today. A high of 71. Mostly cloudy tonight. Low 58. Sunny tomorrow. High 82. And the weekend forecast. Sunny on Saturday. High 88. And mostly sunny on Sunday, a chance of showers in the afternoon. And the high getting very close to 90 right now. It's 57. Rather pleasant in downtown Binghamton at News Radio WNBF, WNBF.com. Hope your Wednesday went well. I know there had been some concerns because of the flood watch that was in effect for parts of our listening area, including. Tioga, Tompkins, and Chemung counties, and, of course, Bradford County in Pennsylvania. 
Well, to the best of my knowledge, there were no flooding issues in our region. It appears that most of the severe storms basically stayed uh, west and somewhat to the north of our listening area. So we seem to catch a bit of a break from the weather on Wednesday. Of course, now that it's summer, conditions can and will change rapidly at times. You never know when severe weather might happen. One thing you can depend on is WNBF to bring you the latest weather information, including warnings as they're issued by the National Weather Service. Stay tuned to WNBF for the latest weather information, as well as all the news of the Twin Tiers. WNBF News Time 743, coming up, James Kelly with sports on First News Binghamton. Secret Heart. It's the Dan Bongino Show, weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290, WNBF. What a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show. I grew up a fan of conservative talk radio, so it's really hard to believe I'm here announcing the launch of my own show. We've done some great work in conjunction with a loyal audience in the digital podcast space with the Dan Bongino Show podcast and on social media and some of my work in the, at being a tech entrepreneur as well. But having my own show on terrestrial radio stations across the country, is just an unimaginable honor for me. I grew up on a healthy diet of Rush Limbaugh, God rest his soul, Mark Levin, and Sean Hannity. Combine that with my experiences in the Secret Service as a Secret Service agent and with the NYPD, and I think you're going to have a really incredible show you'll be proud of. Thank you all. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. And again, this is a tremendous honor to announce the launch of the Dan Bongino Show on stations across the country. Thank you very much for your time. Catch the Dan Bongino Show weekdays, noon to 3, on News Radio 1290 WNBF. News Radio 7:45 on your Thursday morning. It's time for sports with James Kelly. The Yankees beat the Rays last night 5-4. to four. Aaron Judge hit two home runs on the same day that his arbitration was supposed to be held. It has since been moved to Friday, where the court will decide whether he'll be getting 17 or $21 million this year. Jose Trevino hit a go-ahead home run in the eighth inning, and despite giving up four runs in six innings for Jordan Montgomery, his ERA still sits under three. The Mets also uh, the Mets lost last night 5-3. to three. RBIs from Pete Alonso, Starling Marte, and... And Brandon Nimmo, Carlos Carrasco gave up five runs in two and a thirds innings of work. The Rumble Ponies lost to Redding nine to three. Jose Chassin gave up four innings in one and two thirds innings of work. And yesterday, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell testified before members of Congress that he does not have the authority to remove Washington Commanders owner Dan Snyder in an investigation into the organization's workplace culture and accusations from women employees of sexual harassment by team executives. The committee is likely to subpoena Snyder to testify. And in tennis, Serena Williams withdrew from the Eastbourne tournament after her doubles partner withdrew with a knee injury. James Kelly with sports. So... Believe it or not, there was uh, a big difference in attendance at the Rumble Ponies game last night at Morabito Stadium compared to 24 hours earlier. So the announced attendance on Tuesday night, they said the official attendance for Tuesday's game was 7,491. Now that's what they say, and who am I to judge? That's their official attendance figure, and they say that was a record. Guess how much... The difference was between 
the announced attendance figure Tuesday night versus Wednesday night? I'm going to say they had at least 8,000 people there on Wednesday night. More people showed up for game two. And that's right, because when they sell 20 for one beers, hey, you know, everybody loves Max Scherzer, but, oh, wait, hold on. Actually, I'm looking at the numbers, James, and it turns out Turns out the actual announced attendance was last night was six thousand four hundred seventy eight fewer people. Oh, fewer. fewer! I thought you were just going to say that. Yeah. So apparently, apparently the information we had, uh, which was based on preliminary reports, again, mm-hmm. you know, you know how on an election night how the networks do like exit polls and then they extrapolate based on what what they've been told. So based on preliminary information, we thought that they might be able to get between eight thousand and ten thousand in the stadium last night. Turns out the actual official announced attendance last night for the Rumble Bone game was 1,013. Oh, we're going to keep counting tickets, see if we can find we a few will. more. With, you know, I'm going to contact the um, person in charge uh, from the Georgia precinct to see if if she could find maybe another 8,241 people. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we'll do. <laughs> we'll, we'll keep it going, and then obviously you and I will be forced to testify at congressional hearings in about six months. So yeah. what we what were you guys up to? Well, we won't be having any conversations over the phone. <laughs> of course not. We've I'll tell you, there there are a couple things I think I've learned from these congressional hearings. A, no conversations over the phone, and B, don't text anything to anyone ever. Yeah, in-person conversations only. In a parking garage, a dimly lit parking garage in Washington. Just like they do in the movies. They yeah. never get caught in the movies. <laughs> no. And always be muffled. Always just under under your breath. Yeah, James, can you find another 7,922 people? Tickets. Yeah, tickets. Quick. Quick. We can do it. James Kelly with sports. Of course, we're not conspiring to do anything. No, of course not. Particularly wrong. Particularly wrong. No. Stay tuned. Coming up next, Money News with Jim Ryan on a Friday morning from WNBF and WNBF.com. Seven fifty-two WNBF on your Thursday morning. Time for money news with ABC's Jim Ryan. A back and forth trading session ended with minor losses for the big three stock averages Wednesday. The Dow Jones, the Standard and Poor's five hundred, and the Nasdaq Composite each gave up about point one five percent yesterday. The warning. All right, Jim Ryan with his money news. Thank you so much. Uh, also, uh, some money news that uh, Jim didn't get around to. Firefighting crews battling a wind-driven wildfire in Turkey, and that's causing some problems in one region where uh, a lot of commerce goes on. Some people, uh, actually several people, already have died as a result of those fires in Turkey. And it appears it may take several more days before they're brought under control. As the World Health Organization convenes its emergency committee to consider if the monkeypox outbreak warrants being declared a global emergency, some experts say the organization's decision to act only after the disease spilled into the West 
could entrench the inequities that arose between rich and poor countries during the coronavirus pandemic. Wall Street futures right now, Dow futures up 170, NASDAQ futures up 115. We'll have more money news for you throughout the day here on News Radio, WNBF News Time, 753. And it's time for Tech News. Of course, we bring you Tech News on First News Binghamton every weekday morning with Kim Commando's Tech Update at 6.53. And now, of course, Tech Trends today with Dave Packer. From ABC News, Tech Trends. From YouTubers like Mr. Beast. I recreated every single set from Squid Game. In to TikTok stars like Charlie D'Amelio. It's Charlie. Welcome back. Online creators of all stripes are flocking to VidCon 2022 this week. After a three-year pandemic delay, VidCon is now underway in Anaheim, California. Technology journalist Chris Stokel-Walker says the four-day event is where online influencers meet with fans and potential business partners. So it's kind of a mix of cool concert where you can potentially see your favorite celebrities and also a place where a lot of business is done behind the scenes. The convention features a number of panel discussions focused around how do YouTubers monetize or how do TikTokers develop different niches. One big change this year, TikTok is the lead sponsor taking over from YouTube. It kind of shows who's in the ascendancy. It shows what the marquee name literally is and it turns out that nowadays it's TikTok. With Tech Trends, I'm Dave Packer, ABC News. And, of course, more tech news throughout the day from ABC right here on News Radio 1290 and 92.1 FM. WNBF News Time, 7.55. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And, fortunately, thankfully, it's been an uneventful morning from a traffic standpoint. No serious crashes, of course. Certainly have been a few fender benders here and there, but nothing that's caused uh, a major issue for drivers on this Thursday morning. Hopefully it'll stay that way. Try to drive carefully if that's possible. I know that seems like a tall order, but try if you can so you can stay out of the news. We'll keep you posted with... Traffic updates as warranted throughout the day right here on News Radio WNBF. Now the forecast. Let's take a look at the full forecast, a seven-day forecast for your planning pleasure. First, we begin with today, cloudy this morning. A shower is still likely, generally east of Binghamton, gradually becoming mostly sunny. And we're expecting a very nice afternoon. Cooler. With a high of 71. Mostly cloudy tonight, low 58. Sunny tomorrow, high 82. Sunny on Saturday, high 88. Then the extended outlook, the complete forecast. Mostly sunny on Sunday, a chance of showers in the afternoon. Rather warm, high 89. Cooler on Monday, partly sunny. A few showers possible in the morning, high 77. Sunny Tuesday, high 76. And sunny Wednesday, high 81. Here's your full seven-day planning forecast from the National Weather Service and News Radio WNBF. It's 57 right now in downtown Binghamton. Remember the talk show. 
is coming up right after the news at 8. WNBF News Time, 7.57. Welcome to... This is News Radio 1290 AM. WNBF Binghamton. Now on 92.1 FM, W221EJ Binghamton. A Town Square media station. I'm Bob Joseph. Today is Thursday, June 23rd. And we are here, live and local, for you, covering the Twin Tiers. So much to talk about, and we will as we move forward. Coming up next, ABC with the National and World Update. Then Kathy White with the Local and Regional Report, live from the WNBF News Center. Followed by Binghamton Now. One of our guests will be the Johnson City Mayor, Martin Maney. WNBF News Time. 